0: all right peeps welcome back as always i'm your host lee and thank you so much for joining us for the podcast edition of the aew insider remember to show us love on all podcasting platforms facebook and youtube under the aew insider and on twitter under the aew insider one as a number one Let's get to the show AEW well Wednesday night you see the inner circle brought out a gun for hire it was indie star Jeff Cobb Jeff Cobb is a fucking beast I've been following the last couple of years in New Japan and Ring of Honor Uh, his, his Ring of Honor contract expired last month and AEW announced online that he is all elite which means he did sign with their company. Rumors are that Jeff Cobb was not the original person picked to be the Inner Circle's gun for hire. There were plans in place for that role to go to somebody else. However, things fell through at the last minute and Jeff Cobb was brought in as a replacement. It makes me wonder what star they were close to signing that fell through at the last minute. Maybe Killer Cross. Good old JR used Broken Matt Hardy's term. He was uh, excuse me, announcing a Young Bucks match on Dynamite and he called them the Bucks of Youth. That's what Broken Matt Hardy used to call them. A fan asked Matt Hardy online how he felt about JR using it. Hardy replied, he did. Is nothing sacred anymore. In all seriousness, I would not be who I am today without JR. JR always has my blessing to use my term the Bucks of Youth. And J.R. replied that he hopes that their paths cross sooner than later. And it seems like it might be. We'll get to that later. Congratulations to Nyla Rose for winning the AEW's women title. Uh, Sean Spears, a.k.a. WWE's Ty Dillinger, spoke about his current position and how he feels about it on the AEW roster. He tweeted, Them aka us the fans. He's underwhelming, missing, boring, underrated, overrated, a jobber, and a mid Then he put me, as in him, happy with a smiley face. So even though he's doing what he's doing, he's way happier there than he was in the WWE. All right, speaking of WWE, let's get to it. NXT TakeOver Portland tomorrow, baby, and it's a pretty damn good card. If you listen to me and you follow the show, you know I'm a huge mark and a fan of NXT TakeOvers because fucking there's been maybe one or two at the most that haven't been good. Every other one is fucking amazing. All right, first we do have Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight. Not only is she my baby, and I love Dakota Kai, but I love her he, her evil heel streak, so I gotta go with her for the win. We have the NXT Tag Team Championship up for grabs. It is the Undisputed Era. Versus the Broser weights. I gotta go with the Undisputed Era. Even though the Broser weights are catching popularity, they were a WWE May team, blah blah blah, just catching on. It's not the Undisputed Era's time to lose them yet. But the Undisputed Era better be getting called up to the main roster before, right after WrestleMania this year. They did their job in NXT, and very well, I might add. While well, my winners, Undisputed Era. We have the NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee. Versus Dominic Dijovic. I always want to say his overing of honor name. Don't mind me. But you got to go with Keith Lee to retain it. He just won it. We also have Finn Balor versus Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Takeover, Johnny Gargano. I got to go with Balor. Balor's on a fucking uh, roll. He wants to cement himself as being a major heel like Prince Debit in NXT. And I have a feeling that tomorrow night, a.k.a. tonight, whenever you listen to this bullshit, that Balor will bring out his NXT version of his Bullet Club. If not the whole posse, at least one member. So Balor will win that match. We have the NXT Championship, aka the NXT Women's Championship. It's Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I gotta go with Ripley. I think it's way, way too soon for these two to have a match or Bianca to go for the belt again. That Bianca is gonna be a fucking women's champion and she's gonna be it for a long time when she does achieve that. But Ripley just got the belt. She's the women the the main woman of the women's division for NXT right now. She's not gonna lose it, unfortunately. And finally, we have the NXT Championship, which is Adam Cole Bebe versus Tommaso Ciampa. I got to go with Adam Cole. Trust me, it's Champa's time. It's always Champa's time when he's healthy. But Champa is so injury prone, it's not funny. They legit thought he was injured two or three weeks ago. Again, after coming back from surgery, after coming back, after coming back, after coming back. I love Ciampa to death, but goddamn, bro. But I got to go with my dog, Adam Cole, to retain. Unless they are giving him his call up. But I don't think he's going to lose it just yet. All right, peeps, we're going to take a break real quick. We got to pay the bills. I got a lot of good WWE news and rumors. I've got some Ring of Honor news, some random wrestling news. So make sure you tune back. All right, we'll be right back. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's get back to the show. Now, some WrestleMania rumors. The Fiend was supposed to take on Roman Reigns at Mania. Now they're saying it will be Goldberg versus Reigns. I myself would like to see Goldberg versus Reigns. Uh, give The Fiend a better opponent if, opponent if you ask me, like Sting or somebody. Because, I mean, it's just bullshit. Reigns, Vince tried shoving him down our throat for fucking years. Sick of him at Mania, blah, blah, blah. Him versus Goldberg will be good uh remember we are going to the elimination chamber next month in philadelphia so stay tuned for coverage and video footage of the event also my daughter and i are going to a big horror convention like a week after it's called monster mania con we're gonna meet tom atkins record the stuff it's gonna be a good time so definitely like share subscribe our channels show us some love WWE and Rusev are in in a dispute about him resigning with the company. Details have not been released what it's over, but that's the reason why you have not seen him on live TV. The Miz and Morrison were online mocking the Uso brothers over their legal troubles. I think because of them, they can't travel to Canada with the rest of the roster. Their cousin Roman got involved also. Alright, so here's what happened. The Miz tweeted, A nobody to an A-lister. I've done more for WWE than any other superstars can dream of, and I always make the show. Even Roman knows that, from his vast movie experience, that the show always goes on, even when the Usos can't. Roman replied, I doubt anyone has seen your terrible movies. Let alone care if you actually make the show. But if you do make it, stop by and get your ass whooped real quick again. Which John Morrison replied, LOL at the Usos. It's easy to put us on blast when you're not going to be around in Canada to back up anything you say. I guess that that's what it really means to be locked down or locked out, I suppose. Matt Hardy has turned down WWE's last-ditch contract to re-sign him. His contract is legit up in a few weeks. I don't blame him. When you're at the point in his career that you could say, fuck the money, I want to do what makes me passionate, and being broke Matt Hardy is that? You know AEW or Impact, whoever chooses to, he he chooses to sign with, assured him that he can do his broken Matt gimmick. Last week when Orton gave him a concerto, that was supposed to be how WWE wrote him off the show. But there will be a no-holds-barred match against Orton this week with Matt Hardy. Just imagine, in a month's time, Broken Matt and his whole crew can be on AEW. Our rumors are that Matt Hardy is going to be the true leader of AEW's Dark Order faction, the leader they've been hyping for the past few weeks. The conversation of The Fiend's red light that they used during his matches has came up. They did not use it for his match against Daniel Bryan, but they did use it after that when he fought The Miz. Bray Wyatt's actually not a fan of the light, and neither is Seth Rollins. Here's what Rollins had to say about the red light during their Hell in a Cell match. Because, first of all, you're in this dark red. The Cell is also red. So you're trying to navigate around the edges of the cell, and it's very tight quarters to begin with. It was a mess. It was very difficult to deal with, especially not knowing what was going to happen. I, for one, am not a fan. I think it affects my performance, personally. Everybody's favorite, yeah right, John Cena, will be back on WWE TV this month, supposedly, and he will be at WrestleMania. He has so much clout in the company that WrestleMania and uh, WWE, excuse me, is letting him do whatever he wants at WrestleMania completely. So he can just do an appearance, a promo, a match he gets to choose. And they're pretty sure it's going to be a match since he's supposed to be uh, coming back to TV this month. So let's see who he chooses his opponent to be. And if he puts him over, which he probably will, it's, it might be good, actually. Uh, As of right now, Undertaker's opponent at WrestleMania has been selected, but we all know how much that can change. His opponent is none other than the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Now that will be an epic face-off. I hope they give AJ the win. Shit, I hope they just stick with it and make the match happen, period. WWE Internet viewer Kathy Kelly has decided to lead the company. She took to Twitter to announce it. Kelly said that, I typed out and deleted this about 20 times over the past few days. I'm still unsure what to write. I have come to the decision to leave WWE, with Sunday's takeover being my last day. If you know me, this is more than a job. You know how much I loved it and how difficult the decision was. But sometimes in order to have room for growth, we gotta step away. That's the luck out. Our rumors are that Davey Boy Smith, a.k.a. the British Bulldog, might be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, which struck me very weird because I already thought he was. And if he isn't, then he should have been eons ago, if you ask me. All right, random wrestling news. I have some sad news to report, and it sucks because I'm a huge fan of this guy, but Teddy Hart has been busted for drugs. Hart was arrested Tuesday evening in Richmond, Virginia, for possession of a Schedule Three narcotic when intent to sell or distribute. The punishment in Virginia is up to 12 months in jail and or a $2,500 fine. Schedule Three narcotics include antibiotic steroids and ketamine. It sucks because recently he was at a couple WWE events backstage. This guy worked his tail off to get his reputation back online and become the huge star that he's destined to be. He decided not to sign with MLW again because he's going to go to WWE. And then this happens. It's not looking good. And finally, Nick Aldis did an interview with Chris Van VanVleet. Aldis talked about WWE never giving him a shot in their company. Nick said, The reality is that, There's somebody there who is very, very, very successful, who, for whatever reason, decided that he didn't want to have anything to do with me because of some of his personal actions. And I just, you know, it's one of those weird things. They can't. There's no way to address it. And I've always had a conversation with them over the years. And I honestly just got to the point where I went, I'm done chasing that dragon. Ultimately, what's my vision here? Is it to be in the WWE, or is it to be a big-time pro wrestler? All right, Well, that's it for this week. I thank you so much for joining us for the podcast edition of the AEW Insider. Like I said, we got a lot, a lot of big events coming up. I'm going to have coverage of WWE's Elimination Chamber in Philly and a horror convention for you horror and movie fans out there. Show us some love on all major podcasting platforms Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider and on Twitter under the AEW Insider One. I'll see you in a couple days. Ciao, Pete.